Hello! Welcome to Almost As Good As A Boy, an Enid Blyton podcast. Are you almost as good as a boy? Well, I am a boy. I'm not a boy, so I guess I'm not as good, according to Enid Blyton. We're going to go through her books, chapter by chapter, discussing them as we go. On our journey, we will come across themes that have some outdated views that we do not condone, and we will aim to discuss these as fully as we can, though we admit that we will not always be able to cover everything. Grab a sticky bun, a bottle of ginger beer, and sit down and relax. Join us for the ride. Hello. Good evening. I'm mostly sober. You may have noticed that there were three people saying hello just now. I'm really good at doing voices. <laughs> we have a guest, finally. Yay, the lawyers take over everything. <laughs> yeah, Gross. we're sorry that we couldn't get the fun sister in. We, <laughs> we only have the lawyer sister. But yes, we have one of Troy's sisters joining us today, mainly because she's stuck at our house and we've made her that's Have true kidnapped them here against my will <laughs> the uh, line is my address is one two three help ah that old <laughs> joke again hey <laughs> it's a good joke for a reason uh-huh but yes we have just come back from a martial arts barbecue where uh she came to our club's barbecue she does not go to our club <gasps> scandalous yes very scandalous She's probably going to get told off for that. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah. And we got plied with quite a lot of pink gin. So. You got plied with a bit of pink, pink, pink gin. I think I was given... A bit ha- of I was, plink. I was given like half the fucking bottle. Plink gin. Plink gin. Yeah. In like an hour. Yeah. But... Right, well... I felt rough halfway through. Yeah. You've got the bread to soak it up. Exactly. We did get a lot of bread. We Essentially, our entire shopping for next week has been sorted because we got given all the leftovers from the barbecue. Yeah. But what I thought would be fun, because the lawyer, Lauren, has not... Uh, been able to find our podcast before God, now. I'm gonna have to sum I up think the book, that I? it would be fun if Troy summed up the book so far for her. <laughs> Yay! Yay! What chapter are we on? Hey, chapter on, dear. four. We're on chapter four. So in chapter one, they go off to boarding school. Stop reading from the chapter list. You have and to they, give details. And they get on the train, and Alicia's kind of like. This cool hipster chick, and then what's her name? Some kind of prick. Gwendolyn. That's the one. Brendolyn. Gwendolyn. <laughs> Brendolyn. What a name. Then they go to Mallory Towers, and it's like some kind of prison island. No way. And then. I'm not like faulty towers then. I assume Basil shows up at some point. <laughs> and then they spend a night there, and then this prick is like, oh, I must brush my tail 10,000 times before bed. And everyone's like, fuck off. Gwendolyn. <laughs> tail. Hair. Oh, Hair. Did tail. I say tail? I don't know. I don't is know. that your sum up? Yes. Right. Bitches be crazy. Okay. So children have got on a train. Oh, yeah, and everything's gone brown. To the towers. Everything brown. is brown. Yes. Wow. Everything's brown. And there's some drag queen, and I can't remember which one was the drag queen. <laughs> oh, that was um, Miss Grayling, the head teacher. Now the drag queen. Yeah, she has a very deep voice. <laughs> So yeah, is that a deep voice imagined or deep voice? Oh no, she is actually. She's actually stated as a deep voice, so it's probably Robin Williams. Yeah, we did. I imagined them as being like the head teacher from St. Trinian's. Mrs. Doubtfire-esque. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I said. 
But uh, maybe it would be best if you just go recap our last three episodes if you actually want to know what's going on. Um, we'll pause it right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if this uh, is your first episode, you're doing it wrong. Yes. <laughs> Everyone turns to look at your sister. Uh, Which one? <laughs> well, we can't look at the other one. Well, the problem is that she's, her first episode is one she's in. Yes. And it's, it's halfway I through think, a book. I, it's not it's halfway. Like four chapters. It's yeah. not halfway. And I think it's going to make it more fun. Um, let's no idea what's carry on then, because <sighs> I don't think your summary made a great deal of sense. Did you even mention the main character's name? I don't remember. It's Darren. Daryl. Daryl, not Darren. Darren well, we've Binder. Got, we've got Brendelin, so, you know. <laughs> Daryl and Brendelin. Yeah, the South African Mo GP writer, Darren Binder. He's the main character. Uh-huh. He's got the same hair, just slightly curlier. He kind of does, yeah. Right. It works. Okay, let's go to my actual synopsis. This is the part where we shut up. Yes. I give an actual summary of the chapter before we talk about it so that the viewers, the listeners even, you can't see us, thank God, actually know what's going on. And they can turn off, like, five minutes in if they don't want to listen to the rest of it. Yeah, fast forward. So, chapter four, Miss Potts's form. Last chapter, Daryl had her first night at Maori Towers and then went to see Miss Grayling the Head. We start chapter four with Daryl now at prayers with the rest of the school. Daryl is intimidated by the size of her class and looks around at the other teachers and students whilst Alicia whispers who they are to her. After prayers, Daryl sees her classroom for the first time. Gwendolyn commits a social faux pas and is ridiculed. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Miss Potts lays some ground rules and then they launch into a maths test. Daryl's intellect is both Boasted about by Blyton. And then Gwendolyn's foolish loose hair is spotted by Miss Potts. The morning continues and at break, Daryl tries to befriend Sally Hope. Then she helps Gwendolyn plait her hair before the bell goes and we leave her racing back to class. Didn't you show up to a school and the first thing that happened was a maths test? Yep. Really? This happened to you? Yeah. You were Daryl. I was Daryl in middle school. (laughs) I spent the entire test doodling and then um, just sat there. This, what was going on? This may on? be why it didn't go well, because you didn't try any of it. Imagine trying at school. You can't <laughs> just turn up and be tested on stuff you haven't been told. Got a point. They're trying to test what you know already. Not yes, much. that I have numbers dyslexia yeah, and I'm well, bad so at maths. What did you get in GCSE maths again? I may have failed it, but I retook it. I was going to say, you can't have failed it properly because you went to uni. I got a D, retook it, and got a C. Okay, I have a C in maths, so. And I was very, very pleased with that. I cried when I got that result because I would never have to do a maths GCSE again. Fair. Yeah. I'm going to give you the book now. Yes, you hold the thing, make sure we can all actually talk into it. Um, good. So, yeah, we then kind of go through the chapter again in a little bit more detail as we go on. I'm going to move my library book away from the glass of water that you're throwing your leg around near. I was avoiding it. I'm not that drunk. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're at prayers. You said your school did prayers in, like, primary school. In middle school, yeah. Middle school. We had oh, to so read you... from a hymn book. Oh, so you had three... I believe they called it singing. Mm. It was not singing. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but still. Yeah. Swinging a cat around. <laughs> That's oh. caterwauling. You're thinking of tight spaces. So did Bless you Christ. do all of the like um, nativity plays and stuff as well? I was a sheep once. <laughs> I was a sheep once. Aww. I was not anything in a nativity play, but my other sister was, and she tripped up the stage and threw Jesus across the stage. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So was she Mary? 
I and believe she was. And she just threw Jesus. She tripped up the stairs, threw Jesus across the stage. Everyone <laughs> cheered. <laughs> this bitch holy. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. Um, yeah, so this is hilarious compared to like schools now. Daryl takes a nervous look at her class Gross. and thinks, what a big one it seemed. About 25 or 30 girls. Well, that's in standard all fairness, now. Twenty-five or thirty girls. How much bitchiness in it? Well, room? yeah. Although actually, wow. girls' schools are meant to be quite nice if they're just girls. Girls' schools, for the most part. Yeah. Not sure but about that. Imagine being like, "Oh my god, there's twenty-five children in my class. How can I cope with how many children that is?" There's like fifty in modern school classes. No, it's still about. I know. Well, I mean, there's okay. usually thirty. Thirty was the standard for when yeah. I was in school. Well, yeah, exactly. That's just, like, very standard, and normally there's a few more. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we get to hear about some of the other teachers. <laughs> Man, I know that's not what it means. Singing lustily. Yeah, what I the know, fuck? I know that's not what it means. It means, like, heartily. But, yeah. Mademoiselle no, 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 Dupont no. is singing lustily. <laughs> She's singing those hymns very sexily. God, it is the 40s. <laughs> She's hitting on all the students. <laughs> well... Oh, and then we meet the other French mistress, finally. Mademoiselle Dunance. Wow. wow. <laughs> Moving not, on. That's a good name. <laughs> that's the problem. That's why. Moving on to the other French mistress, who is skinny, tall, and bony. She also has a little bun, um, and she looks bad-tempered. Yeah. Uh, you haven't seen Trapdoor. No. With bony the little <laughs> head. What is Trapdoor? It's a clay... It's a clay. What's it called? Claymation. Yeah, that. I, I thought claymation, but no, that doesn't sound right. Okay, can you carry on and actually tell but, me yeah, what it is? It's about um, this blue blob, blob with arms and legs and two eyes called Burke. Oh, and he, he has serves. a trapdoor and he serves the master, master upstairs. Him upstairs, but you never see him. You don't know what he looks okay. like. You just hear his like a dark emanating voice. Right. And he has a, a head, the skeleton head that talks to him, a little. Uh, like a spider like thing called Drut. Oh, Drut is so cute. And there's a trap door in every episode, so like comes out of the trap door. I'm okay. Have to deal with it. Right. His catchphrase is his bonking, bonking time. time. He gets his like Rolling mallet <laughs> and he hits them. Okay. It's brilliant. You should watch some. Right. <laughs> okay. We get a rundown of some of the other teachers. Like Burke. We find out that there is a history mistress, Miss Carton. Histress. Um then there's Miss Linney, the art mistress. I'm uh, trying to get get onto this mistress thing because it just makes me think of someone's mistress, <laughs> like dominatrix stuff. <laughs> it's all leather and mistress. chains in this uh, place. <laughs> Brown leather and chains. Um, then there's Mr. Young, the music master. He's always either in a very good temper or a very bad one, apparently. Ooh, Sounds... Angus. Yeah. Angus Young. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> and then there's all the matrons. Blah blah. And Miss Potts starts, like, glaring at Alicia and Daryl because they're whispering through prayers. <gasps> Shock, horror, gasp, they're going to hell. Good. Yeah. In a hand basket. <laughs> and then prayers are done. Thank Good. God. Um, yeah. They go to their classroom. Don't say thank God after the prayers. <laughs> but that's what you say after... That's what prayers are. Ugh. Yeah. Cheers, G-Man. Well, no, normally prayers are kind of, like, asking God for things. Hey, God, don't... You know, killers. That's Old Testament God. Yeah. One he was like, he just threw out lightning bolts and shit. <laughs> and floods. Yeah. Lucas. 
So we get a description of their classroom now. Is this a is tall... it brown? It's not brown. I wonder, Unrealistic. I wonder if it is at all like your classrooms that you had in school. Uh, it is a room with a lovely view over the sea. It was a big room with the mistress's desk at one end and cupboards at the other. Desks and chairs were arranged in orderly rows. Yeah, that sounds right. No, my apart desk from the and room, chairs apart from the views, were everywhere. Oh, just cupboards, chaos. Side. No, the yeah, cupboards, no the cupboards were always at the back. No view. The chairs were no windows. the tables and chairs were either in rows. Well, the science labs are in like L shapes, like little blocks, yeah. four blocks. Because you don't really have desks in science. You've got those like proper taps. like, yeah. You've got like kind of benches. <laughs> the taps. Yeah, you've benches and kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think what to call them. Like workstations. Yeah, like work benches, worktops. Art classes were also in four blocks of mm. tables that had cupboards in them. Yeah, that is handy. That is very handy. And then there, here comes Gwendolyn's foolish social faux pas. Uh, bags eye, one by the window. What the fuck said, does that mean? So she's like, bags it. Yeah, like, but why mine. is it written like that? Because why is that, it bags you one by the window? Because people talked a bit more correctly back then. So yeah, no, they... Bags eye, one by the window. Said that he, just sounds ridiculous. Said a fat girl and plumped herself down there. Wow. And then, bags eye one too, said Gwendolyn, but the fat girl stared in surprise. Enid Blyton is often a little bit unkind about people's appearances. Like, I completely, I, I do sort of believe fat is just a description word. It is no different to saying someone's thin or tall or short. It has, in my opinion, shouldn't be viewed as having like a, it's not derogatory, it's just a description. So, yes, Enid Blyton gives an impression of not really liking people who are, in her opinion, fat. So that's not great of her, personally. But yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the problem is that Gwendolyn Bagsy is a table as well, and she is new. And they're like, what Bitch. the fuck are you doing? You're new, and you can't decide things. No. Is that something that happened in your schools when you're like in the lowest form? No, because they set just... Or year, or whatever you No, because they didn't split the years or no. nothing like that. It was just, you got, you sat where you were told to sat. Yeah. Where you're told to sat. Yes. Yeah. Normally either alphabetically or if they were feeling uh, spicy, boy girl. To try ah, and mix you. Right. That sort of forced yes. socialization thing yes. <laughs> that they like to do that no one likes. You must sit near someone new, make new friends. Uh, I no, hate I that. I don't want to. Like my old friends. Yeah. That's the thing. You're sitting with the people that you're sat with because you want to sit with them. Like, if you wanted to make new friends, you would go do it. But yeah, she can't choose her own seat because she's new. And that's that. And Gwendolyn tosses her golden hair back over her shoulders and looks sulky. She does that. She does. I was like, Hermes with his ears. Yeah, the puppy does throw his ears about when he's sulking. He can't help it, he's just got big ears. He has got very big ears and he's now chasing a fly like an idiot. Which is now flown behind him. <laughs> and he's he trying to noticed. defend the house from flies. Oh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, they've all got very quaint, old-fashioned names. There's Rita, um, who bagsies a desk as well because she's not new. Just makes me think of Power Rangers, Rita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's someone called Betty. Oh, Betty. <laughs> it makes me think is. of um, Kung Pao. And from now on, I will be known as Betty. <laughs> uh but yeah, Daryl is 
kind of upset because Alicia is talking to Betty and she's like, oh no, Alicia has a friend. That means I can't be friends with her, which is kind of ridiculous. No, you can only have one friend. Come on. <laughs> to be fair, I only have one friend. You do, but that's not just because you're like, yeah, no, <laughs> no more friends. You know, fairness, we'd kick Harry out if he had more than one friend. True, wow. yeah. I, that's the thing. Sometimes his phone goes off and he's like messaging people. I'm like, how do you have other people to message? We're all here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, Daryl's more mopey because Alicia has a friend and she Daryl doesn't want to be friends with Sally or Gwendolyn. Understandable. <laughs> Understandable with Gwendolyn, yeah. She's a bitch. <laughs> And then apparently Miss Potts, or Potty, as the girls are calling her, haha, because they are rebels, uh, is coming. So everybody goes to their chairs and stands up looking straight before them. Because apparently they live in like a prison school. I told you it was a fucking prison. (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) If they look straight ahead, they don't see the smacks coming. (laughs) Unless they come from forwards. True. Yeah. Um, Miss Potts tells them all to sit down and they sit and wait in silence. God, I wish Hermes would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what are they doing now? First, she does a little chat about what the summer term has in store for them. Did you do all of these things at school? Did you have swimming, tennis, picnics, rambles? Uh, we, we had, had some of them. And tennis. We did not oh, have Oh, yeah, because you had a fancy high school that had a swimming pool. We did, yes. yes. Yeah. That's so weird. What weird, normal, what like, fancy. public, like, state school just has a swimming pool? Oh, that's clearly. Yeah. Do they still have it? I suppose yeah, you don't really know. Presumably. Yeah. I don't think they'd just get rid of a swimming pool. No. Was it actually, like, in the school? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only a little dome. It that's was really cool. Behind the, um, like, the hall with okay. the stage. Fair enough. Is that, I presume, where you had, like, assemblies and stuff? And plays. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, she gets all serious. She's like, don't think the summer term's nothing but a picnic. It isn't. No, because it's also swimming and tennis and rambles. Yeah. <laughs> Who calls it a ramble? No, yeah. no, ram- the rambling society. Yeah, the ramblers. They do. Some of them are taking exams. She's like, you can't slack off. Um... She's like, if you slack off, you're going to groan and grumble next term. Yeah, that's next term. That's yeah. a problem for next yeah. term. And then she singles out some poor children in front of everyone and is like, last term there were one or two girls who seemed to like to be bottom every week. Like, oh. Hey, sometimes it's nice being a bottom. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Um, apparently they need to leave being a bottom to the new girls. So, there we go. Hierarchy, <laughs> not... Yes. It really is a place of dominatrixes and brown. <laughs> oh, no. In prison. You don't want dominatrixes and brown everywhere. Um, she says that she never expects much of the new girls in their first term. That's kind of mean. Yeah, but that's basically how MotoGP is like. We don't expect much from the rookies unless your name is like Mark Marquez. Yeah. Nine years ago. You'll be shit for a year and then you might get better. Except unless you're someone I support. And then you won't. <laughs> then you will just stay bad and in fact hey, get fair, worse. You've only kind of gotten into it for supporting rookies recently and 
This when, is the first year, yeah, so they're, they're shit. True. But, but they might get better next but year. But the one I, one of the ones I was backing won the Moto2 last year, so he should be good. Not necessarily, because lots of people said, like, going from Moto2 to MotoGP isn't like a... It doesn't really prepare you. The bikes are too different. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Miss Potts is going on about not thinking she's got any properly brainless girls in her form this term. I like the way she says this term. So she definitely does think that other times. Like the last term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows that the kids who left the form last year were brainless. Or the ones... Yeah. 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 <laughs> and morons. then... <laughs> you know, morons. And then they get on to their maths lesson. Gross. Miss Potts was giving a quick test paper to see what standard the new girls were up to and whether the whole form could work together or not. Then we've got a little brag here from uh, Enid Blyton. Daryl found the paper quite easy. Well, yeah, because you looked down, it was right there. <laughs> so, ah, there's the paper. Good, I've all, I'm all done. Um, Surely that's how maths yeah. should be. Yeah. I forgot I you were there. hated the paper. How did you forget your sister? Because you hadn't said anything. She was sitting literally I'm... next to you. How much gin did you have? Like half a fucking bottle. I was pressured. God. In all uh, fairness, I did slightly move to kidnap the dog. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Gwendolyn is not finding it very easy. She is Moron. grunting. She's groaning. What? Her, what? Her golden hair is all over the desk. Have you never pushed on a pencil so hard that you've grunted and groaned? Yeah. No. I mean, to be fair, my hair gets Aww. all over. If I'm sat at a desk, my hair is all over it because I'm... Yeah, but are you grunting and groaning doing a maths paper? No, but I used to cry a lot doing maths. So, you know. You pansy. Yeah, I would cry. There would generally be a lot of arguments. I've broken a lot of pencils in my time. So, yeah. This is too hard. Snap. Yeah. From, like, digging it into the paper and stuff, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I... Had a lot of emotional problems growing up. You were deceptive, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Coming um, from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miss Potts finally is just like, oh my god, Gwendolyn, what's the bloody matter? What the fuck, dude? Stop being so melodramatic. And then Gwendolyn, quite understandably, it's not her fault, but it's treated like her fault, says, my governess never showed me how to do sums like this. So it's not actually her fault, but she's treated like an absolute moron. Well, in all fairness, like, she should have had a better governess. <laughs> oh, and then Miss Potts is like, oh my God, what have you done to your hair? And Gwendolyn is like, I brushed it. I brushed it really well. <laughs> with a hedge, really. <laughs> and then Miss Potts tells her that she cannot come to class with it like that and she must plait it. Oh my god. Yeah, Gwendolyn. Scandal. Gwendolyn does act like she's been told to like shave it off and I don't know, get her head tattooed. She's like, oh my god. She's mourning it. Literally mourning it. Oh <laughs> and then, then the rest of the class start laughing at her. Openly. Understandably so. Openly laughing at this poor kid. Who's who... pansying because they're told to plait their hair. <laughs> I did I assume at your school, like at school, you don't have specific ways you have to have your hair, do you? Not that I we had. Not unless no. it was colourful. Uh, yeah, they didn't like colour. Not allowed, like, individuality. No personality. Except our form teachers could do whatever the fuck she liked for their hair. Yeah. Hermes, stop. Sorry, listeners. The dog was just trying to break out of the... Uh, <laughs> we have a um, barrier across the back door. It's really hot, so it's open. But we have to have a barrier... 
stopping the dogs going outside because the puppy likes to dig up the whole garden if we're not watching Well, he him. did just dig up a plant. He did recently. just dig up a plant. A whole ass plant. A yeah. whole fatinia. Yep. In all fairness, it looked very nicely moved from the place it was to It was like it else. properly came out in a proper clump. It wasn't, like, broken or anything, yeah. He's a considerate... He's still a bastard. He's a considerate yeah. gardener. And then Miss Potts is like, well, if you can't plat it... Then your mother's just going to have to cut it off over the holidays. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, dear. So Gwendolyn is pissed off. She's making faces at Miss Potts's back. <laughs> God, she's such a bitch. And apparently now, Gwendolyn thinks to herself, why she didn't even know how to plat. How? They're 12. How do you not know how to plat? I didn't know how to plat when I was 12. Yeah, but you're not a girl. It definitely, if you've got True. long hair, usually you you just know how to plant to be it fair, because it gets in the way. I kind of know now because I've had to do it for at least sister. Yeah. Oh, the atrocious of stuck in traffic. You tying my hair up. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I didn't plait it. I literally just tied it slightly to the side. Why did like... this happen? It was hot. We were stuck in traffic. We kept moving little bits. So I because you, hair up. dear sister. Uh took the wrong exit that oh. I told you to take and then I had to get the map out. You may have taken the wrong exit. Oh dear. <sighs> um, <sighs> yeah, they continue on. Gwendolyn's so pissed off she doesn't answer any of her maths questions. Um, strike, strike. To be fair, strike. it doesn't sound like she was going to anyway. Well, um, it's not well. Not, yeah, not <laughs> properly. Um, and then they have break and the girls rush out to play where they liked. So some of them go, and, I don't know how long their break is, but some of them go to play a quick game of tennis. Some go for a ramble. I suppose maybe like you can do a tennis game in like a few minutes if you're really bad at it. <laughs> yeah. You go for a short walk in 15 minutes. I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's sort of 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. If it's half an hour, then that's more than enough time for those things. Um, Yeah. Others are just, like, lounging around on the ground. Uh, Daryl thinks that she would have liked to go with Alicia, but she's got Betty, and Daryl, again, is like, oh, she won't want two friends. Three's a crowd. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's just kind of like, who can I play with? Gwendolyn is nowhere. <laughs> and, yeah, she wouldn't really want to play with Gwendolyn anyway. So she sees Sally Hope, Hope. who is another new girl. Hope. She was described as a plain-faced girl by Enid Blyton. Boring, basic <laughs> bitch. Yeah, nice. she's a basic bitch. Um, and basically her mother doesn't love her, according to Alicia, because she didn't come to see her off to school. Charming. Uh, and that's pretty much all we know about her right now. But, <laughs> but she can braid her hair. She seems like a robot. Sally Hope was sitting on the grass alone, no expression at all on her closed-up face. So just sat She's there. She's a robot from the year 2000. <laughs> wow, it's like Star Trek with Data yeah. all over again. No, it's like the song Robots by Flight of the Concords. Yeah. <laughs> so Daryl... should watch. Daryl thinks this is her time to make a friend, make her own friend, and goes and asks, asks her what she thinks of Mallory Towers. And Sally's just like, eh, it's not bad. Um, so she tries to ask her a few questions asks her if she does not compute she asks her if she like misses any of her friends and Sally Sally sounds like yes Sally sounds like you she's like I didn't I don't think I had any same (laughs) yeah friendless (laughs) and so then Daryl's just like well I give up on you and she ditches her and is like ugh she's boring essentially 
She can't Basic be picky. Bitch. She yeah. has no friends. There's exactly. no time to be picky. Yeah, maybe you're boring, Daryl. <laughs> but yeah, then she spots Gwendolyn and she thinks, gracious, does she think she's plaited her hair? It's all undone already. Uh, uh-huh. Gwendolyn's like, is it all right? I've tried to plait it. Uh, she's moaning. She's whinging. She's going on about how unfair it is. Life is unfair. And Daryl then says, let me plait it for you. So she goes, plaits it, and tells Gwendolyn that she looks lovely now. She looks much nicer than when she had it loose. And, yeah, Gwendolyn doesn't give a shit. No uh, fucks given. So then Daryl's like, ugh, she's really spoilt. Daryl just judges everyone. This is why she has no friends. And she has Alicia. She, no, she doesn't, because Alicia has Betty. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Daryl is judgmental. Sounds fine, she's going to get a fight soon yeah, enough. But, I mean, Daryl also sounds really violent. She says, well, little as I want Sally for a friend, I want Gwendolyn even less. I should want to shake her for all her silly airs and graces. Understandable. Now, coming, a bit from, of a git. coming from a lawyer's point of view, mm-hmm. what would that be? Would that be assault? Would that be like... It depends on how old they are. Yeah. Well, she's 12. Oh, then, yeah. yeah. What age do you have to be for it to be assault? Uh, you have to be 10 to be able to be charged with a criminal yeah. offence. It's amazing. Yeah. Your sister sounds just like you. Yeah, so, I we... told you, I'm just doing the voice. <laughs> Our age is quite young. Yeah. Ten. You know what you're doing. But you that is fair, be... though. They, yeah, should, they, they should. do. They do yeah. know not to assault people. So, yeah. You think, but some, well. some kids don't know not to kill each other. Mm. True. But we should consider that very wrong. So... Well, yes, it is very wrong. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. I, ten-year-olds still know that murdering someone is bad. Yeah, but they some of them the... don't. Some they... of them are just like, eh, murder. Well, yes, but that's then where you say, okay, you have got some problems here that need addressing. We will lock you away forever. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, probably best. If we could do that with Boris Johnson, yes, please. Or Hermes. Yeah, the puppy. Or like any of the Supreme Court (laughs) justices in America. Yes. All of them, perhaps. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Any of them who went for Roe v. Wade being overturned. Yes, please. Back down and start again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Gwendolyn's like, ugh, fuck off, Daryl. And then the bell goes, and they all all go back to their classroom. And amazingly, Daryl knows where her classroom is. Dear God, really? Yeah, apparently. Even though but a chapter ago, she was like, goodness, I shall never know my way around. She started being breadcrumbs. Yeah, maybe she is just, or like chalk or like a minotaur you know, Crumbs. kind of thing with the rope. Yeah. But yeah, we leave her on her way back to her lesson. And that is the end. And next week we will have chapter five. The first week goes by. So what would you rate that chapter, sister? Yes, what is your what's your opinion on Mallory Towers now that you've heard chapter four? <laughs> it does not sound much like Faulty Towers. No, it's not very much like Faulty Towers. But <laughs> oddly enough, some of the horrible of oh, school prayers and all that bullshit. Sounds very much like the school that I went to. Yeah, Same. you've got that like lovely, depressing nostalgia. Like it's not a nice nostalgia, but you no. you can nostalgia. identify. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Uh, the bitchiness is definitely there. Ah, yes. You and Troy did not like school. School sucked. <laughs> it was bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. What did your other sister Amy think of school? Did I she think find she it? She hated it as well. I yeah, think she overly liked it, but I think she got picked on less. So ah. more, more enjoyable. <laughs> Slightly better. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I I wouldn't know, but from working in schools, it's not seemed great. Um, it's not. No. And, I mean, at least you guys got to technically leave at 16. <laughs> you chose to carry on, but... Fools, really. <laughs> it was a fool's hope. But yes, what, dear Troy, are you going to rate that chapter? No, no, we've already had our rating. No, we haven't. Well, rate it. Okay, like every week Troy ten. rates the chapter. He uses a scale that is not overly scientific. One to ten, and then I pick a random joke from the... Or just something uh, from the actual chapter we've gone through. Um, so... I'm trying to think what some of them have been. Three Hail Marys out of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, just the right amount to get yourself killed in the bathroom. <laughs> That's Bloody Mary. Shit. You don't say Hail Mary in the mirror and an evil woman comes and kills you. Wow. <laughs> Otherwise, the Catholic Church giving Hail Marys as penance would have a penance, lot more yes. deaths on their hands. Cover it all up. <laughs> Um, Four out of ten. Four badly braided hairs. Interesting. Okay. Slightly below average, but not awful. (laughs) You enjoyed reliving your miserable school days. (laughs) Slightly. Somewhat. It's just a nice thought of not being there anymore. Yeah. Was it like 15 years since you left high school? Wow. Wow. No, 14. 14. 14. 14. Maybe. Still just as bad. Wait, did you leave school just before you turned 16 then? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yes, because I was the baby of the year. Ah. Uh, well, I hope that you listeners have enjoyed us having a guest on. I know it's been slightly more chaotic than usual. Has it though? But equally, yes, maybe it's not been any more chaotic than usual at hey. the same time. Nor is chaotic good. No, it's not. <laughs> Depending. Um, but yes, we will see you next week. Maybe with another guest, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we've got you and Troy's friend Harry over for the uh, for going to the Crystal Maze on the Saturday so we could no pre-record God. with this both of you. It's dangerous because now we're just going to have to keep getting more and more people. Yeah. Eventually, in like a few weeks' time, there's going to be ten of us trying to <laughs> speak at once, trying to fit on the sofa. Yeah. Can you imagine, though? Yeah, it'd be fucking Harry. hilarious. Yeah. I would be, actually. Plug him with beer. Yeah, no, we can do it on the beer. We'll Plug him with something. Well, Gin. Me and Harry can do shots while we read it. We can have a shot every time something brown is mentioned. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, there wasn't we'll anything brown in Whoa. that chapter. But, yes, we anyway. We shots while we do it. <laughs> we will see you next week in some form or another. Um... Goodbye. Toodles. You've been listening to Almost As Good As A Boy, an Enid Blyton podcast with Becca and Troy. If you liked what you heard, please uh, like, rate, subscribe, review, send us a message. Let us know what you liked, what you'd like to hear more of. If you didn't enjoy it, please don't do any of those things <laughs> unless you want to rate review subscribe in all positive ways <laughs> hope to see you next week guys bye